Hi, and welcome to the Spell It Out podcast. My name is Jessica Zweep. I'm the owner of Spell Fitness, an online health and fitness coaching program designed to help women who have tried everything and are tired of spinning their wheels and wasting their time find food freedom and navigate this busy, crazy, awesome ride called life. Here we're going to discuss food, fitness, faith, family, and hopefully have a little fun along the way. I'm so glad you're here and I can't wait to get talking with you. Welcome back. I feel like I say that every time. Welcome back, but welcome back. I am so grateful um, for this podcast. I know that it's not fancy. The audio probably sucks because I record in my car, but that is just the season of life that I'm in. And I know that there's, it's like a random smorgasbord. Is that how you say that? Smorgas, smorgasbord, whatever, of topics that maybe don't have a lot of rhyme or reason, but they do to me. Um, and so I just appreciate those of you who take the time to listen to me ramble in my car about things that are on my mind. And today what's on my mind is, do you believe? Um, and does that translate into the way that you live? Uh, I cannot tell you how many quote unquote Christians I know who, when I watch how they live, it is shocking um, to see how little faith they actually have um, and how maybe there's a level to my faith that is a little naive, um, but I, I like to think that it comes from a place of childlike faith almost, um, and I think that it's biblical, so I'm going to stand on that. Uh, but what I mean is I hear so many people who are in situations or have received information or, you know, something unexpected happens or things are really hard for them. And they, they make statements like this will never change. It's never going to get better. This is the way it's always going to be. Um, and I think that that says so much about what you think about God and what he's capable of. And I've spent a lot of time lately, uh, the last couple months, just really reading and studying about like the attributes of God and how different he is than us. Because if we were to just look at, if we were to think about God as a mere mortal, right, maybe a powerful man, um, things are hard and they are impossible and there is like no way out. But the fact is he's not that. And it's nothing is too far gone for him to redeem it. And I think that we sell him short a lot in the way that we respond to hard situations because we don't have that faith that we think we have or we maybe should have or we're called to have. Um, I hear about it a lot, <clears throat> statements like that, you know, with health things. Uh, you know, people will receive a diagnosis and I think we just accept instantly that that's what it is. That's how it's going to be. And there's no alternative. And now I am not someone who's like, we're not going to do any like modern medicine or involve any treatments. We're just going to like lay hands and speak in tongues and, and it's going to change, you know, the cancer is going to be gone or the disease will be healed or the, you know, the brokenness or malfunction will be restored. 
But I do think that there's a way that God puts us in situations that are seemingly impossible so that he can grow our understanding of his vast just scope of possibility that he's he's capable of so much more than we can even fathom and that too often we we don't tap into that we don't allow him to work that out Um, another place that I see it so much is in relationships Um, you know broken relationships in marriage or in families in in dynamics in you know just everyday relationships work relationships strained friendships that sort of thing Um, people will say you know I, I could never move past this this is too too far gone it's too broken it's too lost and while there are some situations where I'm just like holy crap that's there's a lot of water under that bridge and I'm not sure how you're gonna move past it I think we are robbing ourselves and God of the opportunity to really show off to show what he can do to 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 do what he does best and that's reconcile broken things and redeem broken things um and so while the fix the solution the healing the restoration may not come the way that we think it should um and it seems too far gone i think a lot of times we are we're not allowing there to be that that shaping and that molding of our hearts that elicits an increase in our faith and I have just seen it um, in my own prayer life where I I pray for something to happen I have I don't like to go too terribly personal on this podcast but um, there's been some really overwhelmingly seemingly impossible news that we've received in the past um, that I felt called to not just accept for what it was, um, but to pray for something bigger. And in my mind, it was a miraculous healing that would take place, um, that there would be this, you know, unexplainable restoration of this, you know, malfunction. And that didn't necessarily happen but I also prayed really specifically for certain things and the Lord was faithful to answer those things to like I think that he's he's near to the brokenhearted and he hears the desires of our hearts and he is he's working and he's moving and he's acting in in the details he's not he's not so far so far away from us that he's not involved in the details of our lives and and I've seen that happen and I also have seen it where people throw in the towel they accept things at face value what the world tells them is the truth and they do not you know take it to the Lord and and plead and ask and knock and and believe that he is going to hear the desires of their hearts or when they do pray there's a level of um hesitation right like I'm doing I'm praying this way in a rote 
way. I don't actually believe that there's going to be any transformation. Um, and then also I think what a lot of us miss in our prayer lives is the praying and the watching. I think we pray with a script in mind, how it's going to play out. And when we don't see those things happening, our prayers are null and void and we are not, but nothing's working. We may as well just stop. But I think to pray and then watch to see where God is, is at work and then join him there in that work and in that activity increases your faith and increases your understanding and your relationship with him because he knows better. He knows better than we do and he puts pieces and people and situations together to fit his perfect plan, not ours. Um, So I guess to wrap it up, what I really just want you to consider is are you someone who claims to be a Christian but when you get news that scares you, that overwhelms you, that angers you, do you respond in a way that shows the world around you that you completely trust that God is at work? Or do you respond in a way that comes from a place of fear or anger or self-protection or bitterness, right? Um, I mean, I I can just think of so many examples where people hear news, um, just worldly silly things, right? Politics or dynamics just in life that we hear things and, and they, they cause us to kind of fly off the handle. We we're so upset because our narrative, our plan, our little pocket of the world is not going the way that we thought it should go. And, and we're mad about it. And we're going to throw essentially like an adult tantrum over it. Um, I don't think that looks like Jesus to a watching world. I don't think that when people see us uh, pointing fingers and casting blame and getting making absolute statements and getting upset with each other, that it points people to something beyond this world. I think that when we hear these devastating news or these stressful things happen and, and these difficult things come to pass, when we respond in a way that still elicits hope, and there's this supernatural sense of peace and, and, and hope in that this is not the end all be all, that there's a God who's at work in the details, that this is not a surprise to him, even if it comes as a surprise to us, and that we can trust that he knows better, that he's all knowing and all powerful and knows better about things than we do. Um, And unfortunately, I just don't see it that way Um, as much as I would like to. uh, And I know that I've responded in those ways in the past too. But I, as I grow just in my understanding of who God is and how he works, I, it has relieved so much of the anxiety in my life Um, to go from someone who was constantly fearful and and anxious and I mean I had seasons of crazy hard depression um, to really understanding that he's real and he's involved in the details and he nothing is an accident he doesn't waste any situation and when you are close to him when you are in a, a real intimate relationship with him and you can 
sense where he's at work and you can sense it in the details, it calms, it calms your spirit um, and it quiets those voices that are trying to distract you and trying to rob you of that peace and that joy that we are called to when you're in a relationship with him. So are you someone who responds with supernatural hope and peace in the face of stress and overwhelm and even devastation? Or are you someone who is kind of thrown about by the, by the waves of this world, right? When things rock your boat or rock your world or come out of nowhere, do you panic and freak out and, and rabbit hole to worst case scenarios or jump to conclusions about people and situations and how things are going to end up? Uh, and again, I am not perfect in this by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, and I'm so thankful that I have a husband who's very logical and also loves the Lord and is able to talk me off of my ledges every now and again. Um, but I think that I've grown a lot in just being able to take a beat, take it to the Lord and allow him to quiet and calm my heart. And he reminds me of who he is and how he works and that nothing is, is too far gone or too bad or too shocking to be something that he can use. Um, so whatever it is that you're going through right now, I would just really challenge you. Are you laying it at his feet? Are you offering it up in complete surrender prayer, knowing and trusting that he is at work in those details, that he is doing the things and working it all out. And it's part of a greater, bigger plan. And when you look back, you can see where gosh, that was hard and I would never wish it on anyone, but also it wasn't for nothing. It wasn't a waste. And yes, it sucked. And yes, it was miserable. And yes, it was stressful and, and physically took a toll on me and, and left some battle scars behind. But because of it, I have a, I have a testimony and a story of, of a real God who does real work in real broken situations. Um, so whatever your broken hard situation is, I would just really challenge you to allow the Lord to open your eyes um, and open your heart and your mind to where he's at work and what it is that he wants you to partner with him in. Um, so that's what I have for today. Just something to think about. If you're someone who, who kind of is always has like a negative, crabby, bitter, complainy undertone, or are you someone who kind of leaks joy and hope and 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 you you're optimistic and you're hopeful because I think that we have reason as believers to be hopeful and joyful even when things are messy and hard um, so that's just my encouragement and my challenge to you is to consider the narrative consider the aroma that you give off um, and then assess whether or not you have the faith that you think you do and if you don't, how can you grow in it? Um, so that's all I've had for you today. I will catch you on the next one.